0: Scott with SJWelfare.com. Final Days Report, episode 195. We're going to cover the five key points from the World Economic Forum's future agenda in mid-January. These five points, we know they want to enslave us all. The fourth beast system we think is the fourth industrial revolution. We're going to biohack you, right? As the days of Noah, this is a genetic Armageddon. mRNA defiles the temple of God that is you. And this nanotech ties you up to the hive mind quantum computers that can see to the other side, this artificial intelligence rollout where everything is going to be measured. It's a technocratic takedown. The good news, my friends, it's all in the Bible. So what I want to do is I want to go over these five points, knowing their strategies, knowing how they want to enslave us all, how they don't want to have us have jobs with human-to-human interaction, how they want this robotic takeover, how they want free will to be dead, according to Noah Harari, the World Economic Forum futurist, Klaus Schwab said, we can scan your brain for pre-crime, thought crime, before you go to another country. I mean, this is is a Luciferian omnipresent system they're trying to bring in by by 2030, right? You're going to own nothing and like it. So the five points, let's go a little bit deeper because I'm telling you, it's wickedness, my friends. We need to pray against this. Everything they say is against the Bible, these Luciferian elite, period. Everything. They hate God's creation. So let's read point number one, addressing the current energy and food crises. That's man-made madness. Oil is plentiful. Food is plentiful. If you follow my channel, permaculture. If everybody did a permaculture uh, setup in their backyard that has seven layers with fruit trees, nut trees, down to just different edibles and herbs, We'd have so much food, we wouldn't know what to do with it. In the context of a new system for energy, climate, climate, again, is a clump of Rome scam. You breathe carbon dioxide. It's brought to you by the same eugenics people. Carbon dioxide is good for plants. Carbon dioxide, you you capture that, you put it into actually grow systems. I remember seeing an article where they actually are growing tomatoes the size of volleyballs. Lie from the pit of hell and nature. The Bible talks about how in the end of days, people worship nature more than the creator. And there's no excuse for you not to realize there's a God by just looking at nature. I was thinking about this. No, we were not created from rock poop. We were created by God. But here's the strategic strategy, a PowerPoint slide from the World Economic Forum themselves about food. So they have food innovation hubs. To me, a lot of this, they continuously push GMO. Again, it's anti-God's creation. And then this one is really nefarious. Data and digital coalition. Everything needs to be tracked from seed to stomach to waste. They want to track everything with their nanotech. And I just read an article from Epic Times, and we've warned about this, about nanotech in your food. Learn to grow, even if you don't own land. Learn to grow food. Save seeds. Be a seed saver. Be, you know, plant seeds to spread the gospel and learn to grow your own food, my friends. And then this is the other one I want to talk about: future of protein. We've talked about maybe four or five podcasts. The fake meat. You're going to eat the bugs. And oh, by the way, the bugs have parasites. And they're pushing cannibalism big time, my friends, where they will scrape cow meat, scrape human meat, and then put it in some sort of lab and grow this fake meat. We've covered that often. I mean, this is just a biohack system. We've covered medicine, right? Vaccines in your food. They're working on that technology. My personal opinion, if they're telling us that the technology, they're working on it, they've probably had it for 50 years. So, and again, we continuously push how they are trying to indoctrinate our kids as cannibalism is a solution to save the world. There's so, there'd be so much food if everybody did their own permaculture and backyard garden. I met this guy who actually raised goats in his backyard in the suburbs. And he's like, I don't know what to do with all these goats. He's like, it's amazing. So let's continue. Why not eating lab-created human flesh? The idea of synthesized cannibalism is slowly but surely making the rounds. They're indoctrinating our kids. Get your kids out of the government indoctrination camps. And then climate here is one of the big control Mechanism. This climate and humans are the disease spreaders from the Club of Rome. This is pure eugenics, pure mind controlism technology. Interesting headline. World Economic Forum wants to cancel Christmas to fight climate change. And old Klaus said face to face human jobs will be eliminated. They don't want people to get together face to face. So I'm starting to see don't, don't go and meet with family during Christmas or any other holiday, July 4th weekend wherever you are in the world, they don't meet because we need to fight climate change. And it used to be called global warming. And oh, by the way, I think it was the early 80s they were talking about how the world was going to freeze over. So they don't know what they're talking about. The world's going to burn in the end with the Bible. And that's the good news. All of this, what I'm talking about, is predicted in the Bible. So final day's report, we did 119 about how they were threatening jail for uh, this Amish co-op farmer where he was processing his own beef. But there's good news. You have to fight back. We all need to be rebels and plant a garden, even if you don't own land. Wherever you're living, if there's some barren land, set up your permaculture. Be a rogue farmer, my friends. But here's some good news. In what feels like a Christmas miracle, a major food freedom case took a turn for the best. The Amish typically shy away from publicity as part of their humble religion, but a Pennsylvania farmer named Amos Miller, decided the USDA war against him and other small organic farmers is the hill he would die on and is prepared to take his battle all the way to the U.S. Supreme Court. The USDA, a.k.a. Big Ag, has been harassing Miller for years, first for his sale of raw milk. My understanding is raw milk is amazing for you. You're not destroying all the nutritional value. And just being somebody in the food industry, I met this marketer who worked for a grape juice manufacturer or had a grape juice brand. And I remember she told me, she's like, when you boil off the grape juice, you destroy the vitamins and minerals. So I've, I've seen this firsthand. And now for a sale of truly raw meat. Many of us have become aware of the difference between raw grass-fed milk straight from the farm and the pasteurized garbage approved by the FDA. But not many of us realize the expensive grass-fed raw beef we are buying at the grocery store isn't really raw. Uh Uh-oh, I did not know this. If it's USDA approved, it's been treated with an antibiotic chemicals that are not accurately labeled as such. The USDA processing plants require the meat to be treated with a chemical cocktail of citric acid, lactic acid, parasitic acid, Miller spokesman and Mayan said as a phone call last April. It's not citric acid from orange peels or lactic acids from sauerkraut. It's created in a lab. This is that fake food no wonder why people's guts are destroyed. It's a synthetic sterilizer that causes many health problems. I put the blood of Jesus on these evil rules. I mean, they're jacking us with fluoride in our water. That's a chemical. That's a byproduct from the aluminum industry. It's toxic. Government doesn't love you, my friends. So That's some good news. And again, be a rebel, plant a garden. All right. So, Next, point number two, addressing the current high inflation that they've created, low growth that they've created, high debt economy that they created in context of a new system for investment trade and infrastructure. And again, the Federal Reserve banks, central banks around the world, really, there's no reason for us to have a debt-based banking system where these private banks can create money out of thin air. It's It's just nonsense. The government should actually print money that is ideal... that's needed for the circulation of money. Check out the video, Money Masters. It's been highly suppressed. It's five hours. It's the history of money. I don't 100% agree with all of it, but I think I agree with 90% of what he has to say. And you'll learn real quick the scam of the Federal Reserve Bank. But they're taking us even into a more nefarious as they get rid of cash. And it's going to be this carbon-based, nature-based, can you travel based system that, again, everything's going to be tracked. They're going to track your food. You're going to have to be poked with their uh, operating system to be able to travel, your carbon credit tracker, biometrics online. I mean, all of this, right? Your Your driver's license to get online. And then, oh, by the way, these vouchers, Central Bank Digital vouchers will only work in said location said space, right? They probably won't work if you have to travel 300 miles. They want you enslaved, my friends, because ultimately they want you in meta. That's where they want you in this digital space. And I heard Klaus the other day say, well, because of COVID-19, the real supply chain is, is basically getting more local, but the digital infrastructure is going global. That's what they want, my friends, totally what they want. All right, number three, AI robotic takeover virtual reality. Addressing the current industry headwinds in context of the new system for harnessing frontier technologies for the private sector, innovation, and resilience. So this is the rise of robotic takeover. And the central bank digital currency, all these trackers, right? You're going to be the cell phone by 2030. All these weave together. But it just reminded me of where they're taking us especially these big mega corporations that are dialed in with the World Economic Forum. McDonald's rolls out its first ever fully automated restaurant with no humans. That's where they want us, my friends. Noah Harari said, we don't know what to do with humans. Let's give them drugs and let them play video games. That's what they think of you. They think you're scum. Another part, the white paper presents the benefits that can be achieved through industry, industrial AI applications in operational performance, sustainability and workforce Augmentation, this is from the World Economic Forum site, workforce augmentation. That to me is biohacking you and tying you into this AI artificial intelligence beast system that's spoken of in the Bible, as well as six main barriers hindering their adoption at scale. It also highlights over 20 successful AI applications implemented by leading manufacturers, an example of step-by-step approach to implementing scalable AI applications in manufacturing and supply chain. Now, I, as a marketer, remember thinking, AI will never take away my job because I'm in marketing, I need to create campaigns and strategies, and just think long-term and activate the sales force. And I did a couple advertisements with TV, that sort of thing, I was more of a B2B marketer, business to business versus business to consumer. But I just remember thinking that, hey, AI would never take over my strategic role of positioning, all that kind of good stuff. And, I'll never forget, I read an article, this was years ago, where this creative director from an advertising agency wrote a creative brief, usually it's a one-page brief of what you want to accomplish, and they built a commercial um, with humans, typical way it's done, and artificial intelligence had the same brief, and this artificial intelligence reviewed thousands of commercials that were the most successful commercials, and built, built algorithms on that secret sauce of why these commercials were successful in terms of reach, frequency, you know, brand impressions, emotional connections, all these different metrics from a commercial, really mind, mind programming. And this was a breath mint commercial out of Japan. And AI wrote a script where this dog was walking down the street and had ba- very stinky breath. And people in Japan were like, ooh, this dog. All of a sudden then this dog took a breath mint and was flying around up in, in the sky, just like had its superpowers. And it was one of the highest scoring commercials of all time in the history of advertising. Market share took off for the brand. I mean, it became the cool breath mint. And then I remember reading about strategy, how the CEO actually used AI to, to make strategic moves for his business. And it was super successful, super profitable. I mean, good night. This is very, very nefarious, my friends. And I'm not 100% against technology, but there's going to come a day where this is just going to be ruthless, right? San Francisco, they wanted to arm a robot for certain situations. Give an inch, they take a mile. You got to stop it. All right. Continuing on, let's read point three again. Addressing the current Industry headwinds in context of a new system for harnessing frontier technologies for private sector innovation and resilience. So, these are these big corporations again trying to push this fourth industrial revolution that biohacks you and brings on the rise of robots and everything is tracked. So, from their website, they are pushing Meta, right? Meta is this Facebook virtual reality world. And I, when I was getting my MBA, I thought this was timely. I was getting my MBA and this IT professor brought this lady and gentleman in the classroom to talk about, I think it was called virtual world, this virtual environment, third place type of a thing. And it what was fascinating to me is this lady was so obsessed with this virtual world. She had her own uh, avatar and was getting paid from sponsors like Nissan and Kellogg's And there were hundreds of thousands of people playing this video game. And I'm telling you, this might have been 10, 15 years ago. The graphics weren't the greatest. And I remember my buddy asked her questions like, what about your family and spending time with your kids and going to soccer games? Are you missing out? And she's like, no, no, they understand. I mean, she was in a different world. And this was before these V goggles. So even though there's a a ton of information that no one's jumping into meta, I've seen firsthand somebody obsessed with this virtual world, and we were just shocked. It was disturbing. But what was fascinating to me was how corporations were spending money, and people could be somebody that they, they weren't. She was walking around, and she, she had this good-looking avatar, and people were trying to hit on her, and she would like stick up her nose. So she was getting this like gravitation of, of getting certain feedback of, of, hey, I'm good looking. I mean, it was weird. It is weird. So when I see stories like this and them pushing it, I've seen firsthand how it's taken over people's personality. So stay simple. Stay connected to your family. Stay connected to nature. Get simple. That's what my goal is, is to get simple, my friends. All right, number four, addressing the current social vulnerabilities in the context of the new system for work, skills, and care. I'll read that again. Addressing the current social vulnerabilities in the context of a new system for work, skills, and care. And again, this is the World Economics Forum's agenda. They're five points for their meeting in January. They're going to take away the jobs. And how are they going to care for us? And again, Nora Harari said, we don't know what to do with humans. We're just going to drug them and let them play video games. What skills are needed? The skills that are needed are going to be the skills needed to actually fix the, the robots, fix Certain things, but they're going to be a lot less jobs. Ultimately, when I read this, it just reminds me of pre crime. They're priming the pump for pre crime when you actually see social media posts and, like, hey, how do we cut this off beforehand? That's what they want to do. They want pre crime. And so, this is a headline that just came out recently UK woman arrested for praying near abortion center warns arrest may come. I mean, you cannot make this up. Continue, addressing the current social vulnerabilities in context of new system for work, skills, and care. Once they gave us the poison poke, check out the drop of babies. Sweden accumulated vaccine, percent of population fully vaccinated after nine months. 70% is fully vaccinated. Then you literally have a drop off in the birth rates you know, a lot of people say correlation isn't causation, but there's a little bit of a common sense here. So birth control is total control. So how are they going to care for you? Social vulnerabilities to care. Have they sterilized us? Because their end goal are these birth pods. Let's roll it.
1: Introducing Ectolife, the world's first artificial womb facility, powered entirely by renewable energy. Ectolife allows infertile couple to conceive a baby and become the true biological parents of their own offspring. It's a perfect solution for women who had their uterus surgically removed due to cancer or other complications. With Ectolife, premature births and C-sections will be a thing of the past. Ectolife is designed to help countries that are suffering from severe population decline, including Japan, Bulgaria, South Korea, and many others. The facility features 75 highly equipped labs. Each state-of-the-art lab can accommodate up to 400 growth pods or artificial wombs. Every pod is designed to replicate the exact conditions that exist inside the mother's uterus. A single building can incubate up to 30,000 lab-grown babies per year. Ectolife allows your baby to develop in an infection-free environment. The pods are made of materials that prevent germs from sticking to their surfaces.
0: Beyond creepy nightmare, war on God, period. It's a war on God, my friends. So continuing again, the 2019 economists, you see the four horsemen. We've covered this, but this is an article I just thought was interesting. You have angelie Jolie here with this animal that is just weird. I mean, this is a deep, we did a podcast on this with facial recognition. You have the four horsemen here. You have a stork with Tracking your baby here, which reminded me of that last slide. You have this man with, again, being marked the war on his DNA. They want you stoned. Then you have your cell phone, which is really your your cell, meaning enslavement, your jail phone. Hey, let's, let's play sports, you know, entertain you with sports. Here's the meta. Everything we just talked about is laid out in front of you my friends, and it's this beast system, this artificial intelligence, quantum computer. Know your thoughts. Take away your free will. But I just thought it was interesting. So Angelie is here on this nightmare of 2019. Let's read. Angelie Jolie has stepped down from the special envoy of the United Nations Refugee Agency, UNHCR, after more than 20 years in the role. She basically announced in a joint statement on Saturday, Jolie started working with UNHCR in 2001 when she was appointed special envoy to the agency in 2012. In that role, the 47-year-old actress used her powerful voice to build awareness and support for refugees and a call for urgent action and solutions for people forced to flee. So this just reminds me that the UN and many of these organizations order out of chaos, right? Right? Provoking the bear, provoking Russia to attack the Ukraine with the bioweapons labs, with the coup in 2014, and, and some of the genocide that happened with the Russian people there. I mean, on and on and on. Human trafficking happens when the UN gets involved with peacekeepers. There have been reports alleging peacekeepers have abused the very people they are supposed to protect. Amnesty International found that in 1999, peacekeepers, United Nations mission in Kosovo paid for sex with trafficked individuals and in some cases were directly involved in trafficking good night my friends so you destroy it and you move it and then all the stuff that's in the news that's coming out with these fashion industries and these kids i put the blood of jesus on human trafficking that it's wicked and i'm not saying angela is involved in that but good night my we need to shut down these human trafficking networks Project Veritas has done a great job working in unlocking some of the trafficking with CPS. And again, we did a podcast about CPS, a senator getting taken out mysteriously dying. She was going after the CPS and human trafficking. So all human trafficking that happens in this world, I put the blood of Jesus that that wickedness stops and comes to light. In Jesus name, I pray. All right. Continuing, uh, point number five, addressing the current geopolitical risks in context of the new system for dialogue cooperation in a multipolar world. So this to me means they want to stop free speech. False news travels faster than true stories on Twitter, World Economic Forum. So they got to stop what they call false news, which really is not, is against mainstream news. And the mainstream news is allowed to lie to us. And again, Klaus Schwab's One World Government is 3.0 of Google and YouTube. This is a technocratic beast, artificial intelligence system that they want to build, but they need to squash truth. They need to squash Christianity. They need to squash free will. They need to squash the Constitution. They need to take away your rights. So geopolitical risks, because nobody wants to be enslaved. Nobody wants to not be able to grow a garden with organic food. Nobody wants to be having chemtrails rain down on them. So how do they squash it? How do they squash it, my friends? All right. You can just see they're priming the pump on this enslavement system. And again, it really all goes back to a DNA war and this artificial intelligence beast system. But for 2 Timothy 1 through 7, King, King James Version, For God hath not given us a spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind. I have to sit back and think of this verse, because this is wicked, my friends. And then there needs to be action. If they want to enslave us, we just need to, one, wake up people, save people, and do a 180 of what they say. Do a 180 of what they say. And I'm going to end with this. This is kind of wild with um, Netan, as Ye would say talking about this vaccine digital enslavement and where they want to go. Because again, this is this genetic war. And Netan's telling you what he's doing in Israel, that this is where they want to take us.
2: We came out of COVID first. I described that in my book, my conversations with Albert Bourla, Pfizer. And I persuaded him to give tiny Israel, uh, the necessary vaccines to get us out first from the COVID. And the reason I could do that is because we have a database, 98%, a medical database, 98% of our population has digitized medical records and little card, and anywhere you go in any hospital in Israel, north, south, doesn't make any difference, boom, you punch it in, and you know everything about this patient for the last 20 years. I said, we'll use that to tell you whether these vaccines, what do they do to people, not individual people, not with their individual identities, but statistically, what does it do to people with, uh, uh, you know, with uh, meningitis? What does it do to people with high blood pressure? What is it? You know, you want to know that. So Israel became, if you will, the the lab for Pfizer, and that's how we did it. We got it out and we gave the information to the world. Not only it's been published in medical magazines and so. on. Um, that's a database we have. I intend to bring on that base database of medical, personal medical records for an entire population, a genetic database, genomes. Okay. Give me a saliva sample, volunteer, but I'm sure most people would do it. Maybe we'll pay them. Now we have a genetic record on a medical record of a robust population. It's got, you have to have diversified populations. We have people from a hundred lands. This is a very powerful engine. Now, now let, uh, pharma companies, Let medical companies, let them run algorithms on this database, okay? I'm telling you right away that I'll give preference for a few years to Israeli firms, but you can create, and then to the world, but you can create, uh, you know, a biotechnological industry that is unheard of right now. Unheard of. Unimagined even. Uh, and and these are just the examples. We can become a lot, stave off Iran, become a light unto the nations in, uh, groundbreaking uh, technologies uh, that will benefit not only Israel, but our neighbors in the Middle East and the entire world, which is what is happening anyway, but bring it to a higher scale. With the click of a button, you can bring down nations to their knees very rapidly if you so desire and if you're willing to take the risks, because every system can be hacked.
0: Every system can be hacked, and that means you. That absolutely means you, my friends. So I want to summarize. Let's go ahead and summarize here. So The World Economic Forum agenda in January, right? They're going to be meeting the 15th. So number one, addressing the current energy and food crises that, in our opinion, they created. There's so much evidence in context of the new system. That's that fourth beast industrial revolution, the fourth. Beast system spoken of by Daniel for energy, climate. Climate is a huge scam to enslave you and nature. Worship of nature. Number two, addressing the current high inflation that they create, low growth, high debt economy. In context of the new system for investment, trade, and infrastructure is central bank digital currency. This is investing in the green agenda that will all enslave us. This artificial intelligence, robotics, so on and so forth. Addressing the current industry headwinds in context of the new system for harnessing frontier. Technologies for the Private Sector Innovation and Resilience. This is where they want to put you in meta. And again, this is continuously doubling down on artificial intelligence to take over all jobs. And it, leaving a zombie slave class, that I think they want around 500 million people. Number four, addressing the current social vulnerabilities in context of the new system for work, skills, and care. How are they going to get rid of you? How are they going to genocide you? What skills they need to keep their robotic army in place? Where's the work, my friends, right? Where they actually are jacking you. You as a cyborg, what can you do within this system? And then last, addressing the current geopolitical risks in context of the new system for dialogue and and cooperation in a multipolar world. So this to me is censorship. This to me is taking away your rights. Good night, my friends. Care, they care for you. I mean, every time we see care. There's death. to 180 of what they're telling us. So I put the blood of Jesus on these five points that their plan is squashed. In Jesus' name, I pray, unless it's Jesus' time to let this whole nefarious, wicked plan happen. So Scott with SJ Wellfire, a little bit of a long one. Have a blessed day. Bookmark our site, sjwellfire.com. Sign up for our newsletter and have a blessed week.